Welcome back, my friends, to the D-Rate the Hate podcast. I am Wilk from WilkesWorld.com, and this is going to be episode 53. Now, for anybody doing the math, since we do a weekly show, that'll just tell you that this is the one-year episode, right? One-year anniversary episode, episode 53. The D-Rate the Hate podcast, bettering the world one attitude at a time for a full year. Now, we did not create the hate, but with your help, we can derate the hate. As I ask you every week, what have you done today to make your life a better life? What have you done today to make the world a better place? That's what we're all about. That's what we're here to do. That's what we've been doing for 53 weeks now. This is the 53rd episode, and I am so glad to have you here with me to celebrate. Tonight, we're going to talk about a few different things. We're going to kind of recap some of the stuff that's happened over the past year. We're going to get into something new that I want to really try out with the listeners and just try to put out a good quality show for our one-year anniversary. I'll ask you to stick with me till the end of the show. We're going to recap some of the highlight shows and some of the things that we've gone over over the past year. And then I'm going to really get into the Attitude of Gratitude and Personal Accountability Challenge. Now, this is something I've come up with that I really want to interact more with the listeners. And in turn, this is going to have a a great effect, a, a beautiful effect on your life and the world around you. That I can promise. So again, stick with me. Let's get some of this recapping done. And then we'll talk about the attitude of gratitude and personal accountability challenge. Let's get right to it. So one year ago today, April 20th, 2020, in the midst of the pandemic, I started the Derate the Hate podcast with one real intention bettering the world one attitude at a time. And that's exactly what I've been trying to do each week, trying to bring you guys quality content, things that I've experienced over the course of my life, w- ways that I've, I've overcome certain issues and, and, and things that I think can truly make uh, the world a better place by, number one, making my life better, things that I have done personally that have made my life better. And, and as we as individuals, that's what we're all about, teaching people how as individuals, if we make our life better, we make the world around us better. I got to tell you, one of the first things, and one of the things that I was going to talk about tonight. Now, I brought up gratitude for the first time in the D-Rate the Hate podcast way back in episode two, because I think gratitude is is so vitally important in being a happy person. I, I do not believe you can be a happy person if you're not a grateful person. So one of the things that people must do is incorporate gratitude in their everyday life and do it. You can't have too much gratitude. And the more you're grateful for the things that you've got, the less that you'll worry about things that you do not have and you're able to be a happier person. So episode two, uh, you know, if you go back to some of the earlier episodes, I'm not going to lie, out of 53 episodes, Uh, When I started this way back in April of 2020, I had never done anything like this before. Uh, I was very, well, some people would say I'm still very much a novice. I I think I am personally. But uh, if you go back to some of the earlier episodes, you're going to think, wow, what is this guy doing with a microphone? But but quite honestly, I think the content's good. So I'm going to I'm going to refer you back to. Uh, to some of those older episodes, because like I said, I do think the content is very good. And there are things that I'm going to continue to bring up over time in this podcast. Episode two was please thank you and the importance of gratitude. Very, very important concepts that I, I think too many people nowadays don't have. Episode four was smiles and bad moods are contagious. Uh, again, the things that we're facing with this pandemic and the and the the mask mandates and the and the government just jamming us up on on uh, about the covid and everything else 
it is it has taken that smile out of our everyday life for so many people because all they see is people in these masks. But the reality is 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 sometimes it takes that smile every day to to really light up somebody else's world. And, and I talked about that in episode four, how smiles are contagious and so are bad moods, and how it's so important that each of us as individuals don't portray our bad mood and put our put our bad mood off on other people. And that smile can be what that person needs to lighten up their day. Uh, you know, episode four was, was, again, some of the earlier episodes were really uh, stuff that, that hit home for me because I grew up very much as a bullied child. And, and as I got older, I just, I became more angry and more resentful. And, and just, I, I spent a lot of my life very, very miserable, a lot of my time miserable. And the things that I talk about and the things that I've talked about over the past year in this podcast were things that I learned that helped to make my life so much better. And my life today is worlds apart from what my life was in my early adult years and even as as recently as 10 years ago. The things that I've gone over, well, episodes 12 through 15 were the seven habits of highly effective people where I really, it was one of the first books that I read that really started changing my mindset on a lot of things and changing my ability to see things for what they were and not just out of this negative thing that was going on in my brain and and in my soul. You know, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective really is one of the first books that changed my life. And so so episodes 12 through 15, uh, I got into that starting with... uh, you know, episode 12 was all about being proactive and being responsible, right? Being able to choose our response, being able to look at the events that are happening around us, understanding that we don't have control over what happens, but we do have control. We are able to choose our response. So episodes 12 through 15, I really get into uh, into a deep dive on that book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey, an amazing book. And that's really where I started to transform my life. So I thought it was so very important that I talk about it in the podcast. And, and it, it's something that I reference a lot. I read the book a lot. I have it also have it on CD. Uh, you can get it on download. It's, I mean, if you have not read the book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, or at, at the very least, uh, listen to it, uh, listen to the audio version, it's something that you have to do. It is an absolute must for everybody, I think it should be mandatory reading in, in school. But unfortunately, a lot of times the stuff that they're putting out in schools nowadays is not uh, not worthy of the time and effort that we put into our school system. And, and that's an unfortunate deal. That's actually something that I talked about in, in episode 45. I, do, I interviewed Dr. Alana Fishbein, who started the organization No Left Turn in Education. Uh, because there is so much in our education system, in our public education system right now, that is just so toxic. You know, the reality is, is we as a people, we, you know, whether you have children or not, it, it is so incredibly important to take a vested interest in the curriculum that is being put out in our school system today, because so much of it is poison and things that are, are really, really valuable that really should be looked at and really should be taught in our schools is not being taught. So, you know, we talked, you know, we had, we had a great interview with Dr. Alana Fishbein. Actually, I started doing interviews. I want to step back a second. I started doing interviews in, in the D-Rate the Hate podcast in, in the previous week's episode uh, to that one 
when I spoke with Kendall Qualls. Kendall Qualls and his organization, Take Charge Minnesota, such a phenomenal organization doing such phenomenal work at reuniting and reinvigorating and resurrecting is the word that he used, resurrecting the American black family, putting together an organization that is all about just building a cohesive community again around the American black family and the the things in, in our society that, that, that can cure is so amazing. And, and that's, that's an episode you do not want to miss. If you haven't listened to episode 44, where I interviewed Kendall Qualls and talked about his organization, Take Charge Minnesota, or, or just, just go out and check out Take Charge Minnesota, you know, Google Take Charge Minnesota, and you'll find out everything that you want to know uh, about Kendall Qualls and, and the organization, Take Charge Minnesota, and all the good work that they're doing. Stepping back even a little bit further, uh, episodes, you know, 18, 19, 20, uh, they're about more timely issues, more things that are going on like right now and today. The the kind of toxic atmosphere that we're seeing online. And, and I mean, anybody who's listened to any of the episodes of the D-Rate the Hate podcast know how I feel about uh, social media and the, the stuff that, that's taken place online now. Some of it is so toxic and you'll hear me refer to, to social media as a as a dumpster fire of hate, lies, and misinformation. I mean, if you want to see some of the most hateful things in the world, all you got to do is spend a day on Facebook or Twitter and and read through some of the comment sections on some of the uh, you know some of the news articles and some of the news feed things that are on there, and, and it's painful. But I, I, again, it, it's something that we have to take with a grain of salt, and we have to as as people realize. And, and figure out what content that we want to want to absorb. It's not up to anybody else, and it should never be up to anybody else what content I get to look at, or what content you get to look at, or what content to, you know anybody else gets to look at. That's dictator stuff, and and we don't want to go down that slippery slope where certain people get to decide what information I get, and certain people get to decide what information you get. We're all adults, or for the most part, the people listening to this podcast are going to be adults, and we should get to decide for ourselves. So, so some of the more timely issues and, and some of the more maybe controversial stuff that, that we're seeing in the, in the news lately, you know, I kind of dive into those in, in episodes 18, 19, 20, maybe, you know, episode, episode 20, 26 is a good one, you know, chaos and degradation through tribalism. That's, that's something that's very, very much prevalent in what we're seeing today. You know, episode, you know, episode 35 is another one. Those, inter- those who interject race into everything are the real racists. And I, I think, I think that is, it's a, it's a powerful statement. And it's something that we, we really need to, to take a look at as a people and, and, and see. So, uh, you know, there's, a, there's a little bit of that in there. More, like I said, more timely topics having to do with things that are going on today. And then, we really start to get into the the, the real insightful uh, topics with with insightful conversations and, and interviews. Like I said, starting with Kendall Qualls in episode forty four, um, then episode forty five that that information or, or the indoctrination and education episode with Dr. Ilana Fishbein. Episode forty eight was a phenomenal episode. It, it it's all about actually bringing people back together. It's not just highlighting the toxicity that we see. 
But what it is, is it's an episode with Frederick Hotchner and his wife, Barbara Thomas, from Braver Angels, who the Braver Angels organization is really an organization about bringing back uh, or, or bringing together a, a country uh, that is fractured and, and, and fractured along party lines. And, and that organization is actually an organization I'm going to be doing a lot more work with in the future. So, of course, that's something that you're going to want to be looking for. And then episode 49, we talked with Average Muhammad. Muhammad Abed is an uh, American Muslim living in, in Minnesota. And uh, his, his organization, Average Muhammad, puts out short videos uh, combating uh, Muslim and Islamic extremists. It's, it's incredible work that he's doing. And he actually, it's not, it's not all about just Islamic extremism and battling that. He, he does a lot of work. Uh, a lot of work with kids and a lot of work with uh, with his community, uh, trying to better the world in in many different ways. So, you know, check out episode forty nine with Average Muhammad. And episode fifty was uh, my interview with Denise Albright from DeniseAlbright.com. dot com. And I'm going to talk a little bit about a little bit more about her and her Gratitude Finder journal in this episode when we start talking about our attitude of gratitude and personal accountability challenge. So I'm going to jump right next to the uh right now to the next episode. Episode 51 uh maybe one of the most important awareness episodes that we'll ever do. Uh, that episode was with a um an analyst with Homeland Security named Amy Storer and she works primarily on cases about human trafficking and child exploitation and uh, the 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 stories that she has to tell and the things that she talks about in the realm of of the problem that we have in this world today with with sex trafficking and and human human trafficking and and child and child exploitation it just it, it's gut wrenching but it's something we all need to know about so if you have kids if you know anybody who's got kids if you care about kids at all episode. 51 is one that you're not going to want to miss. Amy Storer's interview uh, in episode 51 is something that you're not going to want to miss. So that, that kind of takes us up to where we're at today. That is, the, that is some of the highlights and some of the recap of what we've done so far in the first year on the Derate the Hate podcast. I think it's very important work, and I think that if you listen there's a lot that you can get out of it personally, and there's a lot of ways that you can make, again, make your life better and make the world around you better, which is my segue into how I want to start interacting more with my listeners, and that is through the Attitude of Gratitude and Personal Accountability Challenge. Now, you're probably saying, Wilk, what is that? Well, here's what I'm thinking. One thing that I discussed back in episode 50 with Denise Albright was the idea that if we write down something each day that we are grateful for, right? If we write down something that we're grateful for every day, we start to see those things more readily. And it's actually something I talked about in last week's episode as well, episode 52, talking about the reticular activating system. So if you didn't listen to that, step back and listen to that. But if if we start to focus each day on the things that we're grateful for and start to write those down. And it doesn't necessarily have to be. Now, I would recommend, and, and I, I heartily recommend, uh, Denise Albright's uh, Gratitude Finder Journal from DeniseAlbright.com. But again, she'll even tell you in, in the episode that if you 
just write it down in, in a notebook or, or whatever. Or I, I'm going to put a downloadable file for the uh, attitude of gratitude and personal accountability file in, in the uh, in the show notes in in the show description this week. If you start to write that stuff down and that reticular activating system in your brain starts to kick in and you start to more readily find those things that you're grateful for, that's going to make a big difference. That's going to make a big difference in your life because that's going to be the things that you're focused on most. So it's going to be the things that you see the most. And the personal accountability challenge is is something that I think way too many people are lacking these days is personal accountability. They don't understand and people, they just fail to realize or, or maybe they just haven't, haven't thought about it in the right way. But if, if you really think about it, a lot of what happens to us is the result of our own decisions, is the result of our own actions and doing things that we probably shouldn't be doing. Or if we do things and going back to all the way back when we talked about the seven habits of highly effective people being proactive and being responsible for our own actions and being responsible uh, for how we respond to the things. Again, we cannot control everything that happens to us, but what we can control is how we respond to those things. So when I talk in last week's episode about the reticular activating system and being able to seek out in your life manifesting by what you focus on the most, that personal accountability is such a huge thing. Because let's face it, it, no matter how much you want to deny it, and and no matter how much denial that that people are in, the majority of what our life is, the vast majority of what our life is, is the result of our own actions. And, and, And accepting responsibility for that, holding ourselves accountable for those things is half the battle. It's just like an alcoholic going to AA and the first part of uh, recovery is actually admitting that you have a problem. The same way with personal accountability. One of the first things that you have to do to realize and move forward with a positive life is to acknowledge and accept the fact a lot of what has happened negative in your life is the result of your own actions. So when I start talking about the attitude of gratitude and personal accountability challenge, you know, I'd like to say 30 days. I mean, if you could do it for 30 days, that's awesome. If you only do it for seven, I'm guessing you'll do it for more than seven because I can promise you if you take it seriously and do it for at least seven days, you're going to keep on going because it will change your life. And this is exactly how I'd like to see this done. Okay. And, and if you do it and you share your results with me, I'm going to be picking some people uh, probably towards the end of the month of May in 2021. Uh, and maybe going forward, I, I can see this as, as being an ongoing thing. If you do the uh, Attitude of Gratitude and Personal Accountability Challenge, and then you share your results with me, share with me how this changed your life, I'm probably going to be featuring some people, I, I would say, like I said, towards the end of the month of May or the beginning of the month of June 2021. I, I would like to feature some, feature some people, feature some listeners from the, from the D-Rate the Hate podcast on our show and, and talk about how this has played out in your life. So here's how, here's how I'm seeing this challenge go, right? So every day, every day, uh, at the end of the day, you write down something that happened to you today that you're grateful for. Start focusing on the things that you're grateful for, and you're going to start to find more things every day to be grateful for. 
It's almost a guaranteed fact. It almost happens without fail. Start looking for things to be grateful for, and you're going to start seeing things to be grateful for all around you. And then, again, personal accountability challenge. Did something happen to you today that you didn't like? Did something happen to you today that kind of got under your skin, made you feel bad? I bet, I would bet that if you take a good hard look at it, if you take a good hard look at it, somehow, some way, either your actions somehow made that situation worse, or at the very least, how you reacted to it made the rest of your day worse. And and if you start to focus on your actions and how you react to things, and you hold yourself personally accountable to or for your actions and for the way that you react to outside forces in your life, you'll start to quickly realize that it's up to you to make your day the day that you want it to be. So I always ask the question, what have you done today to make your life a better life? What have you done today to make the world a better place? It is up to you to make each and every day the day that you want it to be. I fully believe that. I live by it. It is my one of my, my greatest mantras. I totally believe it. And I can guarantee you that if you take this 30-day challenge, the Attitude of Gratitude and Personal Accountability Challenge, whether you do it on a notebook, whether you do it on the download that I'm going to put on the show notes, or you order one of the Gratitude Finder journals from denisealbright.com, however you choose to do it, if you do the Attitude of Gratitude and Personal Accountability Challenge for 30 days, I promise you it'll change your life. So please, friends, I ask you this. Do you want to change your life? Do you want to change the world? This is a great way to do it. It's a great way to get started. I heard a phrase today. It was an ancient Chinese proverb, I think, that said, you know the best time to plant an apple tree? is 20 years ago. You know the second best time to plant an apple tree? is today. So you want to change the world today? You want to change your life? Start with the Attitude of Gratitude and Personal Accountability Challenge. Okay. With that, I'm going to dive into this week's feel-good story. I'm going to talk about it real brief. Uh, Louisiana State University, the uh, Phi Gamma Delta uh, fraternity house, uh, affectionately known, I guess, as Fiji. Some of the guys got together back in the late 80s and early 90s. Jesse Hamilton was a cook at, at that fraternity house. And not only was she a single mother, but she did bring a lot of love and acted almost like a house mother to a lot of them fraternity boys. And when she fell on hard times during the pandemic and lost her ability to retire and things were just looking rough, but the fraternity brothers caught wind of it and all those guys brought back all that love that she had shared uh, years ago and raised a good large sum of money, paid off her house and gave her the buffer that she needed to retire. So this Washington, uh, Washington Post story was featured in the Good News Network. That's where I saw it and that's the... That's the link that I'm going to post in the show notes. If you get a chance, check it out. Real good, feel good story. And I love it when ordinary people are doing extraordinary things. And uh, those fraternity brothers from the Phi Gamma Delta House at Louisiana State University did just that. So now with that, I'm going to wrap things up and just tell you, when you're out amongst the people, be kind to one another. Be grateful for everything that you've got. And remember, it's up to you to make each and every day the day that you want it to be. Again, folks, I am going to start the attitude of gratitude and personal accountability challenge i hope you uh, join me in doing so it will change your life uh, also subscribe to the derate the hate podcast please wherever you get your audio subscribe leave us some feedback 
share us with your friend. And uh, with that, I am going to back on out of here. We'll catch you next week.